This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for October 16th. The Medicare open enrollment period began this past weekend on October 15th and will run through December 7th of this year. Ahead of that, CMS released its 2024 Medicare Advantage star ratings, which overall on average declined slightly compared to 2023. The average Medicare Advantage star rating for 2024 is 4.04, down from a 4.14 the year prior. Around 74% of Medicare Advantage enrollees will be in a plan rated four stars or higher in 2024. That's up from 72% the year prior. CMS determined star ratings using 40 quality and performance measures for Medicare Advantage plans, scoring plans on their clinical quality outcomes and member satisfaction. Plans must earn at least a four-star rating to receive quality bonus payments from CMS. The agency rated 42% of Medicare Advantage contracts at four stars or above. Some insurers, including CVS, expect declines in revenue from ratings downgrades last year. The number of contracts receiving five-star designation declined to 31 plans for 2024, down from 57 last year. Around 7% of MA beneficiaries will be enrolled in five-star contracts in 2024. That's down from around 22% in 2023. The highest ever average Medicare Advantage plan star rating was 4.37 in 2022. Wilsentine's Chief Technology and Transformation Officer, along with its Chief Customer Experience Officer, have departed from the company after less than a year in their positions. Mark Brooks, former Executive Vice President and Chief Technology and Transformation Officer at Centene, is now Executive Vice President and CIO at Reinsurance Group of America. He served in his former role from February 2023 to September 2023 and first started at Centene in 2015. Annika Gardenhire, who was the former Chief Customer Experience Officer at Centene, also departed from her role in September after being named to the position in April. She first joined Centene in 2020. Beggars has reached out to Centene and will update our listeners if more information becomes available. Centene began laying off about 2,000 employees, or about 3% of its workforce, in October as the company faces financial difficulties over Medicaid redeterminations and Medicare Advantage star ratings. It is unclear if the two executive departures are related to those layoffs. Well, former employees with Elevance Health, formerly known as Anthem, and its subsidiaries have taken to social media regarding an unknown number of job cuts they say are occurring across the company. Elevance confirmed recent changes with Beckers. In a statement, the company said, we know the healthcare landscape is competitive, dynamic, and ever-changing, and it challenges us to drive solutions that will deliver transformational impact and value to those we are privileged to serve. As a result, we have made some adjustments to our resources to better position our company. However, these recent changes are limited in scope and will not impact our customers' benefits, services, or interrupt any continuity in their access to care. Elevance did not specify the number of employees affected. Across LinkedIn, former Elevance employees detailed job cuts they say took place in September and October. The cuts at Elevance come as other large healthcare companies with insurance units have laid off employees this year, including CVS Health and United Health Group. Well, United Health Group recorded double-digit growth in revenue year over year across its core lines of business at United Healthcare and Optum. That's according to the company's third quarter earnings report released October 13th. 
Across the entire company, total revenues in the third quarter were $92.4 billion. That's up 14% year over year. Total net earnings in the third quarter were $5.8 billion, up 11%. The company's operating margin was 6.3% in the third quarter, and its medical loss ratio was 82.3%. At United Healthcare, total revenues in the third quarter were nearly $70 billion, and that's up 13%. Total earnings from operations in the third quarter were $4.6 billion, that's up 21%. As of September 30th, total U.S. membership is 47 million people, with commercial membership at 27.3 million. There are 8.1 million Medicaid members, 7.6 million Medicare Advantage members, and 4.3 million members with Medicare supplement plans. At Optum, total revenues in the third quarter were $56.7 billion. That's up 22%. Total earnings from operations in the third quarter at Optum were $3.9 billion, up 7%. In the third quarter, Optum Rx revenues were $28.9 billion. That's the pharmacy benefits division. Optum Health, the care delivery division, revenues there were $23.9 billion. And at Optum Insights, the data and analytics arm, revenues were nearly $5 billion. And finally, United Health Group wants to lower the price of GLP-1 drugs such as Ozempic and Wagovi, but it needs drug manufacturers to get on board. On an October 13th call with investors, United Health Group CEO Andrew Witte said prices have to come down for more people to access those drugs. He said, quote, we're very positive about the potential for another tool in the toolbox to help folks manage their weight. We recognize that has potential benefits, but we're struggling, and frankly, our clients are struggling with the list prices that have been demanded of these products in the U.S., which are running at about 10 times the level of prices paid in Western Europe. Manufacturers have to be willing to engage in negotiations to lower pricing through value-based contracts or other arrangements, he noted. He said, quote, we need the manufacturers to move. It's as simple as that. And we remain extremely open-minded to any model that works. Around 80% of United Healthcare's spending on GLP-1 drugs is for treating type 2 diabetes, and 20% is for weight loss, a proportion with which the company feels confident and comfortable heading into next year, according to United Healthcare CEO Brian Thompson. He said employers' attitudes toward the drugs are a mixed bag, with some seeking to add coverage for weight loss drugs and others backing off due to the price. He said the payer is working with manufacturers to get value-based contracts for those drugs, basing pricing on outcomes and adherence levels or full-risk contracts based on utilization rates. Despite that, he said they're not there yet, though they're op optimistic they can get there, but the price point is the key barrier. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.